Good morning, welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Thursday the 22nd of October. My name's Nick here in Melbourne, starting with Reserve Bank Policy and the former RBA board member John Edwards has put a statement in the Australian newspaper saying that the RBA needs to be doing more and it needs to be buying 10-year bonds to force yields down, which is sort of part of a growing cacophony of, of commentators and, and experts calling for this sort of action. So he says, the most effective way for the RBA to assist the economy at this point is to buy more Australian government bonds at the long end. For example, 10 years. Why is it that the buying 10 years is going to be the way to help the economy? It's basically, it's going to restrain the appreciation of the Australian dollar, he says, which is what a lot of people are saying. Cut that yield down. People will not, all the foreign buyers, of which you know, a huge amount of our bonds are owned by foreigners, that that will stop all that sort of money of the carry trade washing in. It's interesting that the South China Morning Post has run a sort of very different perspective on what's going on, more sort of looking at it in the reverse way, saying that because we've been criticising China and not managing that relationship and we've been punished with these sort of trade embargoes and restrictions, such as you know the, the beef, the coal, the wine, all these sorts of things. And because we're suffering, we, we're needing to, to do things to help our, our suffering economy by lowering the dollar. Dare I say that's probably not quite the actual, the, the, wrong, the wrong cause and effect sort of relationship. It's more our dollar's strong because we're seen as the sort of China proxy and we actually have booming exports in iron ore because we are the most competitive, hands down, iron ore exporter in the world for China. So it, it does seem very odd that they're sort of saying, oh, you know, it's the other way around. But um, it's interesting to see the different perspectives there. Staying in China now, and as we mentioned earlier this month, Vanguard, the ETF fund manager, is going to exit. 12 of the sort of super fund institutional mandates that they run here in Australia. And now they're announcing that they're going to do something very similar in China. And it's not seen quite as positively as, as it is here. And it's, it's for the same reason that they want to sort of exit these fairly low margin institutional mandates to set up a, a retail platform where they can largely make more money generally. They already are involved in Ant Group's platform in, in China, but you know, a lot of commentators are saying that the, the bold move to abandon the mandates, of which it's you know China state entities for which they're running the money, is, is potentially a, a foolish move. They've also announced they're going to move their regional headquarters to Shanghai, closing their Hong Kong and Japan offices. Moving to an intersection of two booming trends, that's data analytics and ESG. Now, there's a huge sort of demand for better data on companies and a lot of the data suppliers are, um, are sort of consolidating and acquiring a lot of ESG companies. Certainly a great time to be an ESG researcher or analyst at this time. So it, the Financial Times is reporting that FactSet, the well-known 
um, data provider is acquiring True Value Labs, which is a data source for ESG. And we've seen earlier this year that Morningstar bought Sustainalytics, which you know, has a presence here in Australia. NASDAQ bought one report. So there's lots of this sort of consolidation going on. Um, the head of facts had told the Financial Times that the ability to marry ESG content with client portfolios was seen as something very exciting. So it's definitely a space to watch and there no doubt be a lot more consolidation in that space going forward. Moving to the markets now, and the Australian dollar's back up, so it's up to almost 71 US cents again. Not so much on Australian dollar strength, but more on US dollar weakness. Why? Increasing talk of this stimulus package getting passed in the House. Still nothing concrete yet though. And it's also being reflected in the US Treasury markets with the 10 year yields breaking through the 80 bit mark. So rising there, popular trade to sort of bet on this expectation that inflation will be a lot higher in 10 years time as a result of these big stimulus packages. Now, that's your update for Thursday. Have a great day. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.